catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Thursday morning. I'm Jack Prater, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Alachua County has implemented new active shooter protocols. The county is doing away with older practices which garnered criticism for their confusing language. I sat down with WUFT's Emily Palazzato to break down the new guidelines. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I began working on a story, and it was about the anniversary of the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. And something I was looking into a little bit was the updated school security protocols, if there had been, you know, since this shooting. And in my pre-reporting, I did stumble upon a press release from the Alaska County Public Schools on Facebook, um, and it had a lot of backlash. Basically, the press release was saying that they were planning to change their security protocol. So they had used a program called Alice for years prior. I looked into the origins of the I Love You Guys Foundation, like what inspired it, and the major differences between the I Love You Guys program that is now in place in Alaska County Public Schools as of this school year and the past security measures that the district took. So how do these new protocols differ from the old ones that were in place? Something that the I Love You Guys program really focuses on um, is being an action-based response protocol. So the entire program is focused on a clear step-by-step instruction checklist rather than, you know, a hypothetical scenario in a binder that schools have had for, you know, years prior. So the main goal was that, you know, if someone was a transfer student or a substitute teacher or a student teacher, maybe they weren't there for the official I love you guys training, this clear, almost universal language makes it so that if there is a lockdown um, with this program, for example, when there's a lockdown, they will say locks, lights out of sight. So everyone knows what that means. It doesn't take, you know, an extra type of training. So it's an easy to remember phrase. Um, So even in crisis mode, if it comes to that, when there's adrenaline and all these outside factors, it's a much like smoother process, I guess, um, ensuring school safety. So that is what the I Love You Guys program was kind of created upon. And this has been used worldwide. Um, And something that I found extremely unique in my conversation with one of the founders of this program was that All of the, I guess, instructions um, and training packets and modules and all of that stuff is uploaded for free on their website and anyone can use it. She didn't want there to be any roadblocks in the way to making sure that end users are kept safe. The creators of the program are pretty pivotal characters in your story. Could you tell us more about them? The person who I spoke to, her name was Ellen Stoddard Keys, and she is one of the founders of the I Love You Guys Foundation. And right when I got onto our Zoom call with her, since they are based out of Colorado, she got a little bit emotional right away. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really sure what was going on through her head, but she took a minute and composed herself. And she said, I'm sorry to get emotional. I just believe in signs from our loved ones that have crossed over. And my daughter, who is the reason why we began the I Love You Guys Foundation, her name was Emily and your name is Emily. Um, So it was kind of a full circle moment for her. So one of the tragic events that occurred was back in 2006 um, at Platte Canyon High School, which is located in Bailey, Colorado. Um, An active gunman had come in and he held seven girls hostage. He slowly, one by one, let all of them go. And 
at the end of the day, Emily, who was Ellen's daughter, she was 16 at the time, was the one that wound up being fatally shot. But in her last moments, um, she had just gotten a flip phone for her sweet 16. And she took that phone. There's Ellen had said that there was no service in that school ever. Um, she texted her parents, I love you guys. Is there anything you want to add that's important to the story and we didn't get to talk about? I guess if there's anything that I would add, it's that, you know, this program as of this calendar year has been put into place in all 50 of the Alachua County public and charter schools. They are doing everything in their power um, to make sure that, you know, there's not another Sandy Hook or another Stoneman Douglas they had said to me. That was WUFT's Emily Palazzato on her latest story about Alachua County's new active shooter protocols. Now, let's get into some other top headlines. Wildlife agencies say they are winding down a program to provide supplemental lettuce for starving manatees in the Indian River Lagoon. WMFE environmental reporter Amy Green reports the program will be discontinued in about two weeks. By then, some 200,000 pounds of lettuce will have been provided at a Cape Canaveral power plant where the cold-sensitive manatees gather for warmth during the winter. The wildlife agencies began offering the lettuce in December, according to Scott Callison of the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Once the animals started eating on site um, on January 20th, from that date forward, they've eaten virtually every scrap we put out. Callison now says the weather is warming, which means the manatees are looking elsewhere for food. He says the wildlife agencies will continue to monitor the manatees after ending the program. The agencies have not ruled out providing the lettuce again next winter. Main Street Daily News reports the Alachua County Commission went ahead with employee pay increases, public art funding, and land conservation initiatives. County employees will see $1,000 raises in their salary over the next year, starting with half that amount before the end of this year. The commission also approved a $1.7 million land purchase. The county will close on the 609-acre property in eastern Alachua County, just above Lucusa Lake, in August. The University of South Florida's Board of Trustees has elevated the school's interim president to the official position. The trustees voted Tuesday to hire Rhea Law, a prominent Tampa attorney and USF grad. She replaces Steve Carroll, who resigned in July. The 72-year-old Law had been hired to temporarily replace him. The trustees chose Law over Jeffrey Tully, a former chief to the U.S. Army Reserve who has held several academic positions. Law's contract has yet to be negotiated, but her annual pay will be between $760,000 to $1.1 million. The State Board of Governors must still approve the selection. The school has approximately 32,000 undergraduate students. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Jack Prater, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Thursday.